Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. Have you ever noticed that all of the things seem to happen at the same time? Increased stress at work, more arguments start to happen at home, another load of laundry has to be restarted again because you left it in there too long, and all of a sudden, in all of the chaos, you look up and your house is a disaster. You can't seem to function, and yet you also can't get things back in order. Well, what if the state of your home is more of a reflection of what is happening inside your head, and when you work on one thing, you allow space to work on the other? We're going to talk all about this today in this episode of the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. But first up, I want to welcome you to join us in our growing private community, the Thriving Mompreneurs, where you can stay connected with Veronica and I. But we also want you to connect with more driven business and family-minded women. So jump over on the link in the show notes to join us in our private community and check out the resources that we have for you there. And leave us a comment on topics you'd like to hear more on in 2024. Okay, so I actually was just telling Casey that I picked this uh, episode topic specifically because it was something that I like encountered in my own life, like probably two weeks ago, um, where I just felt like everything was heavy. And I just I I was actually talking with my own coach and was like, I can't get anything, any any of my life together. And as I was talking to her, I look up and my whole room is like a disaster. And I like yeah. voice that to her. And she's like, well, why don't you start there? And I was like, Right <laughs> and like everything has gotten better since then. Um, and so uh, I wanted to kind of ask or get this conversation started with, you know, you were on board with this episode too, Casey. So do you have like a similar experience with it? I do. I actually, you know, with everything that was happening with me in the fall, I had a lot of personal things going on. My house went downhill. <laughs> like everything was piling up because I just emotionally was struggling um, and so what ended up happening is it filtered over into my personal space. My office had piles on every surface. And I'm a little bit of like, I think I've talked about this before, a compulsive list maker. I collect things, I pile things, I, but I generally know where everything is. It started to get so out of control that I didn't know where things were. Um, and while I was taking my break um, over the holidays, 
I came to this same conclusion that your coach was talking about, which was, I have got to clean up my space or else I'm never going to be able to sort of get out of this mental um, pit, you know? Um, And I just turned on some good music and started with one pile in my office. And it makes such a big difference um, in, in what I'm able to accomplish during the day if my space is in even a little bit of order. It doesn't have to be a lot. So I... <laughs> Totally understand. And I think this topic um, is probably one that a lot of people can relate to. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things that was like most profound to me, this isn't even something I was planning on talking about today, but it really changed um, how I looked at things was I remember being like, I'm unorganized. I can't get it together. Like I'm the problem. And after having that conversation with my own coach, it was like, it, it there was a problem, but it didn't have to necessarily be me. Like it was just that things weren't maybe getting addressed, and so I was sitting here like in this cycle of like beating myself up, and then getting more messy, and then getting more upset about it, and like and and then all she had to say was that like, well, why don't you just like take care of that one pile that's sitting there? And I was like, oh, you're right. <laughs> I completely turned it into like a pile on the you know desk instead of. I'm a failure and I'm the disaster. You know what I mean? Like separating yeah. your identity from it. Yeah, I think that's really smart. Um, because like I like we were just both saying, like, you know, it's the chicken or the egg situation. It's like, does the physical clutter cause the emotional stress or does the emotional stress cause physical clutter? And I would argue that pr- both of those things happen. Um, they can both be true independently, but also at the same time. And neither one of them make you a bad person. It's just sort of what's, it is what it is, as I say that a lot. I'm like, it's this situation just sort of is what the situation is and pretending it's not happening doesn't help and pretending it's something different doesn't help. So um, just taking that deep dive in. And for me too, I think I was avoiding it because I had a stack. I, you guys, I even, I wish I could show you my desk right now. I have a stack of papers that is the last of what I didn't go through in in December. And it is just a large stack of notes that I've taken during really great calls with my coach, mm-hmm. um, lists of things that I wanted to do in my business, lists of things I need, you know, for something else. Like, it's all these, like, things. And I'm so afraid to get rid of them because I'm like, but I'm going to need that piece of paper. And meanwhile... <laughs> I barely know what's in that pile and I could probably (laughs) throw it away. There's like not the solution to like nuclear fission in this pile. It's just a pile of junk probably, but I, it's like still stressing me out, right? Sitting there. So it's really, it's important for me. It was important for me anyway, to sort of sit and think about what I was willing to let go of and what I really wasn't yet. Right. Because I I was part of the reason I wasn't starting was like I was feeling like I just needed to throw everything out and start over and I didn't want to. Right. So for some people, that might be a great idea. But for me, it just wasn't. It was making everything worse for me. So like the concept of being able to edit and not completely trash everything and start over um, was something that was really important to me to kind of come to that realization you know what i mean it took a while yeah of me yeah. avoiding it really that is like incredibly profound i feel that that's the best part about like life in general is that like they always like bleed into each other right so the right. fact that you had this 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 pro- quote-unquote problem of not wanting to throw stuff away it also kind of was in this season of like not wanting to let go of certain things and like you've just come out of a season that like 
that makes sense. And so I, I really truly am like starting to think that the house is just like the symptom. Like when I look yeah. up in my house is crazy. I'm like, oh, I've been not okay in here for like a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think we make it bigger than even kind of like what I was talking about and what you just said is like you, for example, were like, I don't want to throw anything away. And for me, I was like, I don't even want to get started because I just feel like it's just too much. And really, it's just like just one one pile at a time. <laughs> yeah. We we make these these messes in our in our homes and in our minds like seem way bigger than they are. And it really is just about like taking one thought captive or throwing one pile away or even like making it look prettier. Like we just make it seem so big until we actually start doing the work. And we're like, oh, actually, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the strategies that I um, I teach clients for different things, it's interesting, like you were saying, everything filters into other stuff. So all of these same concepts apply to the health coaching that I do. It's all very foundational. Um, you know, in this year, in 2024, I'm going to be spending a lot of time teaching foundations because I find that people get caught up in this high level, like, uh, or more like detail oriented stuff where you're like in this crazy town of like 50 supplements and like, really complex protocols and stuff. And there's place for all of those things. But if you're not, for instance, drinking water and moving your body, none of that's going to matter. So how does that apply to what I'm saying here? It's like I, what I, one of the strategies I use is setting a timer. And I sometimes start out, I play little games with myself. This is how childish I am. I, my, my son laughs at me because the, I, I generally like I hit a time during the day and there's I don't want to do anymore fine. I allow myself that I just quit at a certain time and I go to bed. I don't care if there's dishes in the sink, whatever. Yeah. So when I wake up in the morning, I will do dishes and do different things in the kitchen, usually tidying in that area while everybody's getting ready. And I like to play a game where I like to see how much I can do in the time it takes for my coffee maker to make a cup of coffee. And I'm like, I don't even know how long that is, but it's like, I don't know, 40 (laughs) seconds or something that I have an espresso machine. So it takes like a minute. And um, and it's like, how many can I get all these dishes put away while this cup of coffee brews? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but I do that all day long. It's like, oh, I'm reheating something in the microwave for one minute. What can I do in one minute? Or set it. I'm in my office. I will physically set a timer for five minutes. What can I clean in five minutes? And then it's like, when the timer goes off, I just walk away. You know what I mean? I'm like, cool. Yeah. I gave it five minutes. I can move on. Or sometimes you feel really motivated and you're like, well, I do have more time and I can keep going. But um, or like if I'm listening to music, it's like for one song, I'm going to do whatever the thing, you know, weed the flower bed or whatever, because I avoid that also like the plague. So, yeah, that's yeah. a really great strategy. And I'm realizing I kind of do that here and there. I love how you're like you constantly make these games. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, And I, I have a question for you after this, this like train of thought. <laughs> but. Yeah. The fact that you're like creating this urgency, but also this like playful fun instead of being like, oh, I have to put the dishes away. It's like, oh my gosh, how many dishes can I put in this? In like in this set, set amount of time. I love that so much because it, like neurologically, there's so much going on there that I just can super appreciate. But we won't. Yeah. we don't have to dive into that. But <laughs> my my question is, I have a I have a couple clients where their biggest thing is that like I don't want to put it down. Like I picked it up and I don't want to put it down, or they don't even I sometimes do this or I'm sure we all do it, but like, we don't appreciate the t- like one minute, 60 seconds, how much you can get done in 60 seconds. Like we'll put off things for 10 years when we could have taken 60 seconds to at least start the project. Yeah. Um, 
But then there's this all or nothing mentality of like, I need to get it all done right now. So have yeah. you, have you ever had that? How, how do you like, how are you able to put it down and then just walk away? So I will say that that's a skill that I have learned yeah. over time because I'm a very black and white person as a general nature. So like as my sort of baseline personality, I'm very black and white. So I've had to learn over time that there's a lot of gray in the world and find places where I can do it. And one of those places is in this strategy, for instance, for me, it's not wrong if I continue on after five minutes of a workout because I got myself motivated and now I do 30 minutes. But it's also not wrong if I quit after five minutes because I tried and I'm just not here for it today. Like I've made it, I've cre- I've created this acceptance around both things being okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because otherwise I was beating myself up if I needed to put something down or I ran out of time or something. As I've talked about before, I overcommit generally. So like if I commit to, you know, a six hour project and I, I, booked two hours for it it's like i do that all the time you know um and then i was beating myself up so this is just like something that i've tried to work on over a long period of time yeah and if if you're listening to this i hope you really take what she just said because i'm in a space where i'm i'm i don't think i'm far enough in this journey to be able to explain what you just did because i'm like one day because one day i was like that i was like that too where i was like i can't put it down i have to keep going and then one day it was just kind of like I can, it's fine. Like, I don't, if, if I got that done, great. If I don't, great. And I think it's all about like your expectation of, of the outcome, right? Like you're just proud that you put in that work for so many minutes. Yeah. And you're not necessarily looking for an outcome. You're not looking to commit to the 30 minute workout. You're just looking to commit to your, like you, the, the movement in itself, if that looks yeah. like five minutes or if that looks like 30 minutes. So thank you, because honestly, <laughs> it was kind of like helpful <laughs> for me too, because I'm yeah. like, what is it about like, where is that transition from like, I can't put it down to like, I am and it's fine. Well, I think it happens over time. And I think just circling back to something you just said triggered me to like, remember the reasoning behind all of that is you're not committing to the project, you're committing to yourself. You're committing to show up, right? Ooh, so yeah. it, it like, yes, you want to finish the project or whatever the thing is, but Really, the idea is consistently showing up. And if you can consistently show up in anything in your life, whether it's your business, your home, your relationships, your health, all of those things require simply consistency in showing up. Because, you know, just with, I I always go back to health examples because they're the easiest for me. But like, if you eat a Dorito today, you know, that's not a health food. But if you eat one Dorito in this week, like, it's not going to hurt you. But if you eat, a handful of Doritos every single day for the next five years, it matters, right? Um, So I think just thinking about things that you can do consistently. And if you're looking at, you know, in this case, we're talking about the state of your house and how it affects, like the state of your environment. So that could be your house, your car, you know, all these things and how it affects your mind, like just showing up consistently and saying, I'm going to work on this today for 10 minutes. I'm going to work on my environment and maybe not even get so down into the nitty gritty. I also had to really like kind of expand out the way that I look at things mm-hmm. so that I wasn't so down in the, I, I think we were talking about the calendar last week. It was like, we're, t- we're talking about me trying to schedule everything down to the minute. And then I realized that was so stupid. That's not helpful for me. 
Um, and it's this is the same way. It's like if I try to manhandle everything down into a, I can only sit down one time to do this, or I can only allow this much time or whatever, that doesn't work for me. But if I can just say to myself, I'm going to spend time consistently working on this thing, I'm more likely to keep showing up. Right. Yeah. And it takes you up from this place of like, well, if I don't have time to do it all, then I am not going to do it at all. Yeah. To this place of like, I'm just going to like slowly water different parts of my life and my business and my health until it becomes this beautiful thing that I never put down. Right. I always was tending to it. Um, and um, not to like go back. I guess we're kind of are going back and forth between scheduling a little bit, but that's how I've built out my own like home schedule and like taking care of my environment schedule is that like I have five minutes to fold or take care of laundry in some aspect. Whether yeah. that means I'm just starting the load or drying it or folding it. But then once once that time is up, I'm going to do something else. And that may not leave the whole entire project. But like, I also know I'm one step closer to having clean laundry. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And so, like, yeah. yeah, every aspect of your life can fit in these like little time pockets that we take. We don't necessarily take advantage of all of the time. Yeah. And I think if you're just just to kind of wrap up that point, like thinking about it, just take it slow. Take your time consistently chip away at whatever the thing is and you're going to get where you want to go eventually it may not be today it may not be this week depending on where you're starting but you know just chip away at it slowly and understand that you're going to get to your goal eventually if you just keep showing up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean um and just you know Something just like that leads us into something else we want to talk about today, where we're just thinking about, because we, we were kind of brainstorming, you and I, thinking about what about this topic is important for mom business owners, moms working, because the, there's a lot going on in our lives. Like, so what about this matters, right? Um, and the fact of the matter is you have a lot going on. If you live the life that we're talking about, there's just a lot of things on your list. And mm-hmm. when you can clear out some of that clutter, whether it's the physical clutter, the overscheduling, the, uh, you know, whatever, um, maybe some physical like body clutter in that you're getting yourself right. healthier in some way, mm-hmm. you're just, you're going to be more like free to do the things that are going to light you up, move your business forward strengthen your relationships with your family like all these things like by taking something away you're actually strengthening the rest of what you leave there do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it's like the concept of just creating more space like right now it feels like you have to do more but really you're just allowing you're kind of like chipping away at the space that's the whole point of decluttering right it's like yes there is some energy that goes into it but also you're protecting what matters when you do that right Um, And all all clutter is in the first place is whether that's for your health, your business, your home is things that you haven't necessarily been tending to or things that like extra things that ended up in a space that I wasn't supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. And so getting getting the opportunity to get rid of that allows you so much more time and energy for what truly matters. I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. And I think for like for me, that's a focus of 2024 where I want to be able to eliminate some things that aren't serving me or that I just haven't dealt with for, you know, whatever reason, so that there is more space for me to do the things that are important to me. Um, and I'm I'm shifting some things about what might be like what those important things look like so that I do have that space. Um, you know, 
and and hopefully that hopefully I'll get there. I've I've cleaned out most of my office. It's not perfect, but I've, I've cleaned most of it out. Usually when I'm sitting here recording, I'm looking over at my meditation space, which makes me feel really good. And behind me is the piles of junk. <laughs> All I, I can see, see is All I can see is crystals and, and sage. That's funny. Uh, um, but yeah, so I think just, you know, some of the things like when your physical, I was saying before, when your physical space is cluttered, it's it can be causing your mental clutter or your mental clutter can be causing your physical clutter because I do, I do think one can, each of them can cause the other, you know what I mean? Because you become overwhelmed in either direction. So um, that I think that's important to know. Anyway, I, I don't know why I circled back to that. It just popped back into my head, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I think it just like tying that thought or I guess that point of it's really two, there's two sides to this clutter, right? Yeah. It's not just the physical, right? You can have the most tidy and organized environment in the world, but if your mind isn't tidy and organized, then you're still not going to feel the greatest about it <laughs> and vice yeah. versa. Like you can have a great mind, but a busy. And so making sure that you're like kind of touching on the physical and mental. And then there's even that spiritual aspect yeah. uh, because I had, I really like everything recently just happened when I started cleaning my room again. <laughs> um was like I was in a spiritually in a rut too. Like I didn't want to sit down and read my Bible because I didn't honestly like the space that I was in. And that, yeah. you know, that leads to like more turmoil because I'm not spending time with my faith. And like that, yeah. <laughs> I notice I'm getting angry and I'm like, all these things start bubbling up that I just turn into this great big avalanche. And so, you know, starting with decluttering the space, I was like, oh, this space is actually kind of fun. And my Bible is finally uncovered. <laughs> I can, you know, it's not covered with a bunch of stuff on top. So I can finally yeah. like see it every night. Um, and then it just starts, you know, and then I started feeling more peace again and like just different things. So it's just so, so I'm going to use the word avalanche again, because just like you can kind of spiral out of control, you really spiral into control again. Um, and everything mm -hmm. just starts working for your good again. Once you do that one simple step of just like making one area clean again <laughs> yeah no i feel the same way i think you know that for me clutter is a really visual distraction that like gets in that visual distraction becomes like an impediment to everything else i'm i'm doing um even if i have my piles everywhere as long as they make sense and they're tidy <laughs> i i don't right. care as much some but sort like, of order. yeah but like right now the corner of my desk is like not a tidy pile so it's <laughs> It's bothersome. Um, but the when you when I have that sense of things are more or less where they should be, there's more space for creative pursuits. There's more space for spiritual pursuits. There's, you know, you have the time to meditate if that's your thing, read your Bible, like you were saying, uh, walks in nature, like all of these things that you they need space to happen. They don't have they don't they don't happen in a rush. If that right. makes sense, you you're not yeah. squeezing them in. You need that you need that physical space, but also the time space. So there becomes that like you know where we talked last week about scheduling and over scheduling and working on that. This week we're talking more about that physical clutter and the emotional clutter that leads, but they both take you to that same place. And if you right. want to have time for your spiritual pursuits, whatever they look like for you, you have to create that space by chipping away at the other stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But the best part, I mean, saying that sounds a little, I don't want to say heavy, but it sounds like, oh, like, where do I even start? 
just yeah. start, right? Just, just start pick one place to start because I cannot tell you how many times I've avoided something. And that was the very thing that needed that I needed to get my life back together. Like I wanted so bad to get back on track and get back, you know, start growing my business again. And because I was not putting the laundry away in the corner, like that was the one thing that I needed to do that then led to, oh, I'm also going to clean the bathroom. Oh, I'm also going to check, like send these messages out. And I'm, it just is like, like I said, you spiral into control. So don't make it feel heavy. Just like start. And then you'll be so surprised at how fast things can switch in the other direction. Yeah. I think the best example that I can give in, in a short, the very short stories, I I filed my taxes today. I think this is the earliest I've ever filed my taxes and ever in my whole life. (laughs) Since I was like 15, when I had like two things to put on it. And, (laughs) you know, my husband and I run multiple businesses. We both have like regular W-2 jobs. We have, you know, whatever. So all this stuff going on. So it's very complex, which is usually why we put it off. So over the last few years, we've taken the time to create a system for ourselves so that all year long, we're putting things where they actually go instead of losing them and then spending hours looking for them. And it has taken multiple years of us doing it incorrectly, realizing what we've done wrong, correcting those things, showing back up. Oh, we still did a few things wrong, even though we got those things right and kind of, you know, showing back up. And this year was the first year that I think we felt really prepared because we now have a system and we've been slowly chipping away at not only the system, but also the work that you have to put into it right. um, for, the, for years. And so, I mean, it didn't didn't happen overnight, but man, does it feel good when I like, I literally only had to talk to the tax guy for 20 minutes and I gave him all the things and he's just off somewhere doing it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. normally it's like, I got to sit with him on the phone for two hours because I'm looking for something that he's asking for and I don't know where it is or whatever. So um, I, I think just making that point of like, just start, just chip away. You don't have to know where you're going. You don't have to know the exact end game. You just right. have to start, set a timer, you know what I mean? Just to kind of like make recap. It may, yeah, make it a game. That's always fun. Just to kind of like recap some of what we talked about today. Like when you're, when you want to get yourself in a more productive state, if that's what you're looking for, or relaxed state or whatever, uh, you want to think about how the, your space affects your mind and your mind affects your space mm-hmm. um, because one affects the other. And when you use... The systems like Veronica and I talk about whether it's the jar we talked about last week, setting timers like we talked about this week, picking one small thing and starting. Um, when you just get going, you're going to carve out more space for the things that are important to you, that you love, and that you want to have in your life, not just a bunch of garbage that you're, you know, overwhelmed by all day long. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's literally all about choosing the life that you want to have. And yeah. that's kind of what these two, to put a bow on it, that's what these two episodes have been about. So Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about the yeah. question of the day. So I have a question for you. It is the question of the day. <laughs> uh, I like have it in front of me and I'm absolutely nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You're already nervous to answer. I love it. Um, all right. Question of the day. Which would be further out of my comfort zone? A, taking an improv class. B, going on a silent retreat for a weekend. Or C, deliberately doing some little things wrong just to show I can handle it. What do you think? This is a fun question. <laughs> I would say probably, probably A, because I think I could do a silent retreat. And I've probably deliberately done wrong things to, like out of like rush and hurry. So I think the improv class would be hard. I would have to like 
that one would, would be really tricky for me because I would be like worried about what people would think about me the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm I being think, honest. I think this was a tough question for me too. I, when I was writing it down, I was like, which one of these would I put? And I think I actually can relate to all of them. I have done a little bit of silent stuff here and there when I've gone on meditation weekends, but never for an entire weekend. And I think that would be difficult. But I think the bigger thing for me would be a taking an improv class like you said because i i i would just i don't know i think i would turn red the whole time and be like truly embarrassed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i'm sure i would say something foolish but i mean which probably whatever. makes it better but, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the point i guess <laughs> i don't know <laughs> all right well join us back next week where we will talk about the four things you need to hear when it comes to planning out your schedule and getting in control of your time. Awesome. See you guys next week. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives, and you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.